Hey, nature lovers. Welcome to episode 100 of the Birdie Bunch podcast. Thank you Whoa. so much. For... Oh, I was going to do the intro and then you guys can be crazy later. Whoa. All right. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you so much for all of your support over the past 100 episodes. And because you've all supported us so much, we've made it to 100 episodes. And we are going to tell you all about our amazing thoughts and feelings on that in this amazing episode 100. But without further ado, let's get into it for the 100th time. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Brady Bunch Podcast, where we talk everything conservation, education, and fascination. And not just another episode, it's the 100th episode spectacular. We've done this a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, I mean, my name is CJ, and I'm joined by my two lovely friends and co-hosts. I'm Brittany. I'm Matt. And we're here for episode 100, folks. But before we get into all the spectacularness for today, how are we doing? Super pumped about this 100th. <laughs> that was not words. Yeah, how pumped are you, Brittany? I'm so <laughs> Pumped that I'm just currently speechless. I can tell. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how are you feeling? I'm feeling like a hundred feels pretty good because 23 years of age does not. So I'm hoping that a hundred <laughs> episodes is a little bit better. Yeah, I'm I don't know about you, but I'm feeling one hundred. But I'm feeling 23. I'm incredible. Here. What what week does this come out? Uh, it's the 12th of September. It's right after my birthday. It's right after your birthday. Yeah. They say it's your birthday. There's also what? a song by Fish about birthdays, but we don't. By have time Fish, Fish can't make music. You idiot. Fish with a PH, DJ. That's fish music. That's fish music. Blah 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 blah. Happy birthday, Birdie Bunch podcast. Yeah. Oh my. And it's not really our birthday. It's more just like a celebration of happy birthday. The Birdie Bunch's birthday, I think, is June first. Oh. Blah 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 blah. But we have some awesome stuff going on later in the episode. But let's get into our first segment for today, shall we? Wow, we're shocked. We have a segment on a special episode. We do. And the segment is Creature Feature, as per usual. But y'all ready for this? <laughs> so the Creature Feature is. Because it's our 100th episode spectacular extravaganza, I'm adding another word to that every single time I say it. 100 mice. <laughs> no. One's named Gerald. One's named Remy. Stuart. Is today's creature feature Stuart Little? <laughs> no, we're not even close. Oh, wow. So our creature feature for today is actually an animal... That we've been discussing, the the three of us have been discussing um, this evening, 
but is an animal that our listeners may be quite familiar with if they've looked at our logo. Any non-spoilery hints or teasers as to what our creature feature is, and if you don't know, take a wild guess. So if you go into the bottom right corner, you can actually see a very small image of Stuart Little. <laughs> I'm cutting all the Stuart Little content. <laughs> Who, by the way, his biological parents died in accident inside of a supermarket where they crashed into a tower of mushrooms cream cans while they were actually buying victuals. I'm he, the pass out. He then became an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> Any non-spoilery hints or teasers, Parker? <laughs> well, some might say that he was adopted by the Stouts. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? A, is it? Is is it an? Which logo is the animal on? Um, oh. no, no, not on all. one. It's one, one of them. It's only on one, but not on all. Is it? The parent. No. Wodu. Is no. it. Wodu. Alligator. No. CJ, you said what it was going to be earlier. Wodu. It is. It is that. But do you want to say what that is? No. That's a spoiler. I would never do that. That's true. I've it's never a spoiled a creature feature. So unless it was Stuart Little. <laughs> unless it was the Harris's Hawk. <laughs> no, I thought it was the red wolf of the ground, the red wolf. Um, yeah, so as Matt was alluding to, Matt gave us a little banding code there. W-O-D-U. That is the banding code for the wood duck. So I figured we should finally feature this creature, which has been so prominently featured on our logo for the past nearly 100 episodes, given some spooky episodes and pride episodes aside. Now, the wood duck is a really beautiful bird. Males have this really beautiful green crest and bright orange beak, and females have this really striking white eye mark like, like surrounding their eyes. And they are truly some of my favorite ducks. Why they're called wood ducks is a pretty interesting question. What, what I believe to be the reasoning why they're called wood ducks, and I'm sure there's going to be other reasons, but the reasoning, in my opinion, is the fact that they nest in trees near water, sometimes directly over water. And after hatching, the ducklings just jump down from the tree into the water. Ducklings may jump from heights of up to 50 feet without injuring themselves, which is fascinating. Wood ducks are really, really hardy species living in pretty much every part of uh, North America, um, except for kind of the Great Plains area. And they can be seen pretty much year round in a lot of the locations across the United States and even Cuba. Any thoughts on our wood duck? I figured it kind of could symbolize the birdie bunch in a lot of ways, you know, maybe taking a leap of faith in being something so successful, but also being just a really beautiful product of evolution. What are our thoughts on the wood duck? Oh, duck. It's ducking awesome. Brittany made a pawn, everybody. Brittany made a pawn. So the next step now... It took 100 the, episodes to get here. The, the ne You see, by episode 200, I would like you to make a good pun. That's our next step. 
And the one after that, by episode 300, let's let's get to no episodes where Brittany doesn't have to um, pause to mute her, unmute herself. Okay, she can't get younger, CJ. I, like, that's I've not how that, that works. I've already done that. <laughs> Today, you have not. <laughs> but not in the traditional sense. This is true. Matt, thoughts on the wood duck? <laughs> I just like them. They're so cute. They're really good birds. They're, like, really, really good birds. I uh, I was doing some birding today actually and i've been noticing birds around my area in eclipse plumage which if you're not familiar with what eclipse plumage is that's not a twilight reference what that is instead is plumage for waterfowl specifically where they're kind of in this almost like in between between their breeding plumage uh, and it's almost like the off season where they're most of the birds are pretty much just dull brown. Even the females really dull out. So male wood ducks are really lackluster during the eclipse uh, season for plumage. But even in this lackluster season for wood ducks, they are still truly standout birds. And that is our creature feature on the wood duck, um, which has continued to be a staple on our logo and will continue to be. So the Wood Duck thanks you for all of your support, and so do we. And with that sentiment, let's move into our main topic for this episode. No current event this week. So this week is something really special. We've mentioned it too many times at this point, but it is our 100th episode of the Birdie Bunch podcast. And this is something truly spectacular, truly I don't know. I don't know if I ever expected to get to 100 episodes of the Pretty Much Podcast, but we're here and it's amazing. And because we have reached this incredible milestone, we've actually invited some of our previous guests to send us some congratulatory messages. So I'm going to get to play those for us right now. And after we hear some of those amazing messages from some of our amazing former guests and colleagues, we'll share our own messages. So hang on tight. And listen to these wonderful messages. Thanks, nature lovers. Happy 100 episodes, Birdie Bunch. It's been so incredible to listen to all the wonderful stories and interviews y'all have done this far. I'm deeply proud of all three of you. I can't wait to see what y'all accomplish next. Congratulations. Howdy, nature lovers. Jack Cross here. Uh, former two-time guest on the Birdie Bunch podcast. I wanted to congratulate my friends on reaching 100 episodes. It's a huge milestone for them. I'm really proud of them. I hope you guys are all proud of them, too. Huge congratulations on making it to 100 episodes of the podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed listening and learning so much about nature while doing so. I was super excited to be able to produce music for the podcast, and it's been a very valuable experience for me. I look forward to hearing more, and thank you, Brittany, CJ, and Matt, for the many hours of entertainment. Hey guys, congratulations on 100 episodes. That is so crazy. I just wanted to say that I'm so proud of all three of you for getting this far and for having so many downloads and views and listens and all of that stuff. You guys are amazing. You're killing it. Um, I guess the scariest thing is that you guys have really made it through 100 episodes and it feels like no time has passed at all. So congratulations. Huge shout out. I'm already wearing the merch. Congratulations, guys. You are awesome. Congrats to the Birdie Bunch podcast on 100 fascinating conservation education episodes. All of us nature lovers are extremely grateful. 
Hi all, it's Rachel, and I just want to say congratulations to the Birdie Bunch on hitting your 100th episode. We're so proud of all the hard work and amazing content y'all share with us. Thank you for continuing to share your passion and for inspiring your audience to be better stewards in our community. Cheers to 100 more episodes. A message now from all your friends at Zoo Enrichment Lab. To the makers of the Birdie Bunch... We think you're really fab. And take it from an expert and most discriminating bird. Your message of conservation is the best I've ever heard. 100 episodes you've done. That's an amazing feat. Here's hoping to hear 100 more. That would be really sweet. So don't slow down, and please don't stop. That would be a shame. In another year, I'll be right here. Congratulations again. And weren't all of those messages absolutely delightful? Thank you again to all of our amazing guests all of our amazing colleagues, all of the incredible people who we've met through this fantastic endeavor of the Birdie Bunch podcast. You are truly the best, and we appreciate every single one of you. On that same sentiment, I would love it if both of you and then myself uh, could share some uh, of our own sentiments about the Birdie Bunch podcast hitting episode 100. Who wants to go first? Yeah, hitting episode 100 is kind of like a surreal experience. Like, because while I haven't been a co-host for all 100 episodes, I have been an avid listener and fan for all 100 episodes. And so I want to just say thank you to both of you, to like both of you for, you know, just like embracing me as I came on as a co-host, but also always releasing amazing content and really caring. And for for me, I love listening and I love being a guest. And it's just a dream to be able to now get to do it and get to be a part of this with like my two best friends. So this whole process and experience has been kind of like surreal and just something I never had pictured myself ever doing. And it's honestly been one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done. And I love getting to have this project with people that I love and care about and getting to share my passion of educating and being and being an advocate for conservation with two people that I love. So you guys are amazing. I think more than anything, One thing I have noticed in being on this podcast and like being able to look back and, you know, anticipate looking forward and kind of look at where I am now is just how much I have changed over the the time period of this podcast. And I think that's been a ridiculous thing to even think about. You know, I remember starting this podcast with no real intent 
of it going anywhere, if that makes any sense. At the time, it was something that, you know, we were all stuck inside during COVID is literally what it came down to. We were all, you know, as a friend group of all people who knew each other, we saw each other maybe like once a month if we were lucky because at the time there was just, it wasn't safe. It was a thing born out of a way to be present with friends in an augmented fashion because that was what COVID at the time meant. That was, you know, and I wouldn't go back and change it for damn near the world. That was the way it shook out. And what it brought was this beautiful community that I don't think I ever anticipated or expected happening, you know. I think a lot of times, especially the way I started out with the podcast was, to me, it was I was hanging with some of my bestest friends in the world, and we were doing what we would or like normally do all the time, talk, have a good time, enjoy the discussions of the world outside. And yet people cared, and not only that, but people learned and developed alongside me which is this really weird thing to have watched myself go through i think at the end of the day the thing that makes me happier more than anything is being able to look back and say that i wouldn't have changed a second of anything that happened along the way i would do every single thing the same if i had to go back every single second of every single way what we've been able to do i could have never anticipated and it couldn't have happened without you all and that's the most important thing in the world is like this podcast without listeners this podcast is just a conversation it's you all that make this a thing and give us the ability to to be present in what we're doing and gives us the ability to really, 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 truly have these conversations and have these ideas and most importantly, the ability to spread the word of something that we really, 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 truly care about. And so I think at the end of the day, I'm so thankful for my friends, so thankful for the people who have listened and the people who have been here with us and for the people who are going to listen and who are looking to listen and looking to genuinely just love the outdoor world in a little bit of a different way. And I'm thankful to know every single one of you and to be able to spend just a little bit of my life in your presence. And so I don't know if I could fully ever describe the birdie bunch podcast and what it means to me especially knowing what i thought of it at the beginning and so that's the best i could do at the moment and i don't know if there's any preparing anything to say i think it just kind of happens yeah i mean the birdie bunch podcast has meant so much to me personally it's it's the best part of my week getting to sit here and chat with you both. Um, truly, uh, honestly, and truly, it's the best part of my week getting to sit here with Matt and Brittany, and sharing all of the amazing things about the natural world with all of you nature lovers. 
when we first started the podcast, I was truly in a very low spot because, you know, I had been let go from a conservation education because of COVID. And I could not be a conservation educator. It is, it had been my dream since I was a child to educate people about animals. And I wasn't able to do it. And this platform gave me and my friends the opportunity to literally live our dream. And now as we kind of, kind of grow beyond COVID, as that seems to be coming to a close, ideally, you know, the world's on fire still, but fingers crossed. This podcast still persists, and every change that we've made with the podcast has only made it better. Everything that we've done has been truly spectacular. The amazing connections we've made, I've made such wonderful friends with the guests that we've had, or the people that we've talked to, or engaged with on social media. Literally, this podcast has brought such positive things into my life and i could never be more grateful than i am in this moment for anyone who has ever listened to the birdie bunch podcast shared the birdie bunch podcast or even just talked about the birdie bunch podcast it is a huge cornerstone of who i am in this moment and that means a lot to me right now and i have been doing my best not to uh get a little teary-eyed so before I do, I uh, just wanted to say thank you all so much for being amazing, listening to us, supporting us, and getting us to 100 episodes. And I also want to thank both you, Matt and Brittany, for being the best co-hosts that I could ever have. And I'm truly grateful to get a chance to work with you on this incredible endeavor. So thanks, everybody. This has been one episode 100. We did it. Yay. Woo. We did it, friends. It's Heck weird. Yeah, we did. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> well, I am very, very grateful for hitting this incredible milestone, but we continue. We push forward. And that brings us to episode 101 next week, which I'm particularly very excited about. But episode 102 and forward is the Spooky Bunch. It's right around the corner, my friends. So get excited for the Spooky Bunch. Um, we'll talk more about that next week. I have some fun stuff about that, but for now, let's talk about where we can be found on the social meds. Who wants to go first? So y'all can find me at Matt Valiga. That's M-A-T-T-V as in Victor A-L-I-G-A. And I post very nonchalantly. So uh, I would like to, I would like to engage more. That that is something that is skimmed off the top, however. So I hope to. My goal maybe, is maybe, to maybe we can all make like a celebratory post for when yeah. this episode comes out. I think that'd be lovely. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad idea. I like that. Yeah, Brittany, you can find me on Instagram at the Brittany Bunch. T H E B as in bird. R I T T A N Y underscore B is in Brichter, U-N-C-H. Um, and yeah, I kind of also post it regularly, but you'll find my exciting 100 episode posts. So go check that out. Wow. Um, yeah. Incredible. And you can find me on Instagram as well at cj.greco. That's cj.greco. 
And yeah, 100 episode post. But you can find all of that collectively on our Instagram at the Brady Bunch Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you want to look, especially especially if it's only Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can visit our website, www.thebirdiebunchpodcast.com. And there you'll find some amazing things like links to our blog posts, links to our merch store, as well as our Patreon. Patreon, I could not be more grateful for especially our patron, Gabe Anderley. Thank you so much for continuing to support us on Patreon. Your support actively means the world, and this podcast truly could not go on without your support. So thank you so, so much. If you want to support us just like Gabe, visit patreon.com slash the pretty much podcast. There are incredible tiers of support, and we would love to have you join our little Birdie Bunch community. So please do. In addition, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook. And if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it out here on the pod. Make sure if you've had a fun time in the past 100 episodes that you've shared this podcast with a friend. And if you haven't yet, now's the perfect time. Pick your favorite episode. Go back. Um, do we have that's a that's a good question. We should have done a question of the day today, but we didn't. Um, what has been our favorite episode? Any favorite episodes? I think a recent one for me, and that's what I will, uh, I think, try and go for for now, is I have really, really, really enjoyed um, the most recent Invasives episode that we did. I thought that one was a lot of fun. I, I think some of the more interesting formats that we've gone into have been really, really interesting and really enjoyable and like rewarding to, to do. Um, and then anything cryptozoology i feel very happy and very strongly towards but that's more of a personal bias myself those are both ec excellent recommendations mm -hmm. Brittany, any recommendations also the wilds anything in the wild series oh yeah wild chicago the wild New series York, is like wild lana bomb. yeah we may or may bomb. not have another one coming up soon who's to say um i think that some of my favorite episodes honestly have been our tier list episodes i just really very enjoy fun recording them with both of you i think they always turn out fantastic i think but i also really enjoy our roundtable discussions like like the the recent invasive species one and, and things like that i just think that we're we just are able to like open up and and really talk and there's like a lot of just back and forth that i really enjoy um so any of those I think are really great. I think the tier lists are just like a fun one. They're just like, they're just funny. Our personalities come out a lot. Yeah, absolutely they do. Our most recent tier list was the National Animals one. And I think that episode is severely underrated. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that one, go back and do so. But on episodes that I'm going to recommend, I obviously am going to recommend our pretty much hashtag pride. I think this year particularly, we did an amazing job. We talked to some really awesome people. We had some really incredible conversations, but I think one of my favorite episodes has to be Wild Chicago. Um, it was right before Brittany joined the podcast. We were in talks with Brittany joining the podcast and recorded that, but it was just Matt and I, and it was, it, I think it's still one of my favorites just because of how close to home it was, you know, being a Chicagoan, that episode, I still talk about it and the conversation we had with Chris Elieri about having clovers. So I think there's some really good content. Yeah, wow. Incredible. We did it. 100 episodes. Also, the Spooky Bunch. Did you mention the Spooky Bunch? No. Also love the Spooky Bunch. Yeah, well, I mean, we're about to jump into the Spooky Bunch. Yeah, so maybe, maybe, we, maybe we can, I'll save... We can, 
we have lots of, we have always have lots of love for the spooky bunch i've said it before mm-hmm. i'll say it again i truly believe that the spooky bunch of the pretty bunch podcast to be a master class in storytelling by matt balaga it's really fun is what it comes down to we have such a fun time and it's <laughs> yeah. very clear but that is going to be it for episode 100 of the pretty bunch podcast thank you so much for all of your incredible support over the past two and a half almost three years of the pretty bunch podcast Jesus christ it has truly meant the world and we could not have done this without you thank you we'll catch you next time hey thanks everyone Thanks so much, all you nature lovers, for listening to yet another episode of the Birdie Bunch podcast. We would especially like to thank Sarah Dunlap for designing our art for our episodes, as well as Connor Whitman for producing our music. The mission of the Birdie Bunch podcast is to inspire an inclusive community for conservation by using education to promote fascination. Did you know Stuart was actually a man that looks like a rat? Stuart uh, Little wasn't actually a mouse. Did you know that? What? Stuart Little was a man that looked like a mouse. I no. That's why he was in an orphanage. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's in the book, man. Yeah, well, I don't need read. <laughs> was Stuart Little a oh, uh, mouse? <laughs> Stuart is a mouse, CJ. <laughs> He's a man. <laughs> Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. What? A man, not a mouse mouse like human boy named (laughs) Mouse like human boy. He is a boy named Stuart is born to an ordinary family in New York City. He is normal in every way, except that he's only just over two inches tall and looks exactly like a mouse. (laughs) Yeah, no. Other than that, completely normal. Uh huh. Oh, and he also can talk to a f- bird. No, he's not a human. I don't care what this sh- book says. He's a f- mouse. He was a perfectly normal teenager, except, oh, yeah, he was a f- mouse. Uh, Brittany, are you reading Stuart Little lore? You're there muted, babe. You're no muted, babe. way in hell. Babe, babe you're muted. M- they did not base multiple video games on a child but, who looks like a f-ing mouse. He is a mouse. It, sa- it does say, it does say, it, sa- it, sa- it says, a Stuart Little man, it says, a boy, wait, what I, sa- I looked up what species is Stuart yeah. Little. Stuart yeah. is a mouse. He lives with a family in New York City. And he has adventures. Is this the movie canon or is this the book this is, It's got the book next to it. Uh, I don't know. So I'll admit what I'm looking at says he's a but child. He was born. He was born to people, though. Why? Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> to be fair, can you imagine how easy a pregnancy a two-inch child must have been? Things you remember about Stuart Little: one, Stuart is a mouse. Two, sure. he lives in New York City. I Three, he has that. adventures. Four, maybe a bird. Five, they have a they made a movie out of it. What is he? Yeah, it says he's a man, right? Stuart Little is not a mouse. He's a man-shaped mouse. He's a mouse-shaped man. Okay, stuartlittle.fandom.com. I just want to put this out there. 
<laughs> Stuart Little is the titular protagonist of the franchise of the same name. He is uh -huh. Mr. and Mrs. Little's son, biological in the novel, adoptive in the film, George's uh -huh. little brother, Martha's big brother, and Snowbell's friend and master. In the That's first film, kinky. In the first film, George <laughs> Little saved him from the That's villainous Snowbell. And he what? In the first film, George Little saved him from the villainous Snowbell. And he saved Snowbell from the villainous Smokey. In the second film, he saved Margalow from the Falcon. In the third, in the Thrid film, he saved Rico from the Beast. There's more than one Stuart Little. I knew there was oh. a second one because there's a bird in it. Evidently, there's three. The Beast is the main antagonist of Stuart Little 3, Call of the Wild. She is a cougar who threatened to eat the animals if they not bring her offerings of food. I don't think she's that much of an antagonist. She says, either I'll eat you, being the apex predator, or you can bring me food and I'll let you live instead. That's not a villain. That's, That's not a villain. I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Capitalism. That's capitalism, babe. She just... She need to eat, too. Nah, Comrade Stewart said no. <laughs> no, Comrade Stewart is a <laughs> mouse. He doesn't have a choice. Comrade Stewart is a man-shaped mouse. You might want to flip that one. No, I stand by what I said. All right, that's fair. Look at this are little we, are, we done, are we done with this lore? I'm going to assume Matt's not done with the lore. There's a character development story on him. Occupation, student, soccer player, farmer, car driver, plane flyer, skateboarder. <laughs> car driver sent me. Likes Sorry. having friends. Our driver sent me. Likes having friends. Being adopted by the littles. Playing, reading. That's what he likes. Having fun. That's what he likes. Tons of friends. Adopted. Helping others. He really school, likes being his adopted. His car, his plane, and skateboard. And then, of course, stopping bad guys and being hailed a hero. Dislikes dogs. Not Alignment. Fan. Good. <laughs> Disagree. That man is chaotic good at best. To be fair, there's no... It, it just says good. There's nothing. That, okay, let's get into it. <laughs> this ace creature features Stuart Little. <laughs> nah, we're not even close. 